Honey, I'm going out. I'll be back in a couple hours. You play Farmville and call yourself a gamer. You said awesome, and I said I hate it. Okay, so here we go. This is where this is where the extended knowledge comes in. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just staring at a wall somewhere. Can anyone afford Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> that's 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 surprising. I don't think a human could make those sounds. Yeah, well, you can do it though, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dean. And I will rock you. Hey. Oh, hey. Oh, I did not expect <laughs> that. That's all I, was, right. I thought you were going to say Paulie Mercury. No. That's what would it so, go with like so the, pole, the main pole, but he's a main pole. <laughs> he doesn't represent yeah, poles. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, and I'm Jason. Welcome to Nerds Before Birds, the podcast where you'll find reviews, rankings, and general discussion on all things pop culture. This week, we are looking at the film Bohemian Rhapsody, directed by Brian Singer. Well, at least he was credited. Zinger was actually fired by Fox back in 2017 in December. Yeah. Almost 12 months before the film's release. This biopic of Freddie Mercury's impressive musical talents features all the fantastic tunes and the journey to superstardom. But does that make it a good film? Does it soar like an eagle or does it flip the bird? What did you think, Dean? Hmm. Okay. So, first of all, yeah, Um, we're going to start with a hmm. Hmm. There's always a good sign. Um, I think it was a a week or two ago, uh, we had uh, one of our listeners suggest an idea on our Facebook page that we should look into having a middle ground point as well. Having who's. Yeah. Whose mum was that? <laughs> <laughs> Out of uh, our three listeners that yeah, we have. I'm not, yet. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure, but Martha said something along the lines that we needed a third Martha. category. Um, yeah, that's right. Yes. I forgot all our mums and names, Martha. So, yeah. That's why we're friends. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's how we know each other. <laughs> It's at the Martha convention that comes out every year and they all get together and, and we met. That's right. Oh, I love the Martha mm-hmm. convention. It's great because we wanted yeah. to kill each other. I seen Batman last year there oh, and yeah. then I also seen Superman the year before. <laughs> so cool. Brilliant. So what were we going to say? No worries. You're saying yep. things. I was saying things yeah. and then we didn't. Yeah. Got talking about Martha again. Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for all those continuing jokes out there. Anyway, yeah. So basically, I wasn't sure when we wanted to like look at initiating that because I love that idea of having the middle ground, especially because I feel like for this movie, it would really help. Because you want a middle ground option. I personally think this was also like it doesn't soar, but it doesn't flip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the like you know, daughters like a dodo or something like that. Or, you know, daughter's what? like a dodo. Where know. was that discussion? We, I know, I'm trying to find it. Ah, go back because there were some great ideas as well. On the Facebook yeah, page. just so we can, uh, you know, properly shout out uh, a great yeah. idea. Well, his name was Chris. Yeah. Shout out to Chris well, for that idea. Was it Chris? It was a great idea. Thank you, mm-hmm. Chris. You are causing podcasts changing posts. Oh, yes. If you yeah. want to be like Chris, Jump on yeah. the Facebook. Yeah. Have a little chat with us. Like I said last week, seriously, yeah. talk to Jason about <laughs> old movies. <laughs> he needs he an needs outlet. It. He really does. And we yeah, need well. to not. <laughs> look, look. Okay, let's not get into that discussion right now because that's 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 for another time. When when Back when we're friends, okay? Yeah. Because we're not friends at the moment. It's for another session. Week. That's... 
Yeah. <laughs> with some professionals. Another therapy session has to commence before I can get over that one. Right. Um, I think Jason apparently uh, wants anyway. to do a solo podcast. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> we already did a solo podcast. Yeah. Jason didn't uh, like it. Ka-ching. Uh, anyway. Stop. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, a podcast. Oh, there no. you go. There you go. Um, anyway, anyway, so I anyways, feel like this movie, this movie would be great for a, a midpoint kind of if we had that. But if not, right. if we're not going to do that, this one, this is probably just just barely soaring for me. I I think, yeah, yeah, okay, it was it was good, wow. but not yeah, fair enough, great, fair enough. What about you, Paul? What um, did you think of this? Movie? Well, I thought it soared like a supersonic man. Um, hey. I really like oh. it. In all honesty, I enjoyed it. I thought casting, they just nailed it. Oh, yeah. Like, the likenesses were unreal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the which we'll get to it, but the last maybe yeah. 20 minutes, I don't think there was a moment where I didn't have goosebumps. Yeah. And if something can affect yeah, you right. on that level, that's a good movie. This is the Rogue so, One of biopics, really. basically. It's a great ending. It's like the Force Awakens of biopics. Like the last 20 minutes is really good well, and the rest of the movie sucks. Is that what you're saying, Dean? Okay. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> right. Of biopics. What did you think, Dean? What did you yeah. think, Jason? Yeah, see, uh, I'm mm-hmm. kind of in a bit of both camps with this. So on one hand, I really loved it. And on a, another hand, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. it's not a really good movie. It's great for the music, the music, because uh, like we all know the music and I love the music and it's great to hear it in the cinema and all that kind of stuff. But it, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, does that make it a good movie though? Yeah. Because. I'm exactly the same way uh, yeah. with that. Like, because as a movie, it's kind of a bit crap. <laughs> Um, but as a, as a, um, as like a, like, you know, like a, uh, a live concert film, mm. it's pretty cool mm-hmm. sort of thing, if that makes sense. So I kind of put it like, I know Metallica released like a, a, a concert, like, um, yeah. like they released it a few years ago through the never. Have you seen that at all? No. So no. basically what it, what it have, it'd have like, um, it had the guy like Dane, what's his name? He's in, um, he's in Spider-Man. Here, yeah, look, if only there was something that could help me with Dane this. Dane Tobey Maguire? No, he was in um, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and 1. Um, Andrew Garfield? He, no, he, he played, <laughs> no. Um, he played um, Green Goblin like Harry Osborn. So oh, oh, that Dane DeHaan. Um, Chris, oh, what's his name? Mm. It's I think not Chris, it's, it's Dane DeHaan. Anyways. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant Norman Osborn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chris Cooper. No, 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 not Norman, Harry. Um, Harry, so got it. He, he's like basically on like this whole journey to get to the actual concert or whatever and like it, it's almost like in a post-apocalyptic sort of thing happens there's like riots all, all this random stuff that happens and the and the music's in between right and it's just like the actual band playing but it kind of feels like this movie where like the joining threads to get to each song are mm-hmm. really inconsequential to the overall movie and it doesn't really add much to it like you could mm-hmm. just have a a concert video and it'd be in some ways just as good because there's nothing new to me but I thought Remy Malik was fantastic 
But what did you guys think of his false teeth? Did they bug you? (laughs) Uh, They weirded me out. If I'm honest, like I know you, that you got to give Freddie Mercury big front teeth. That's Mm. just how he how he was. But it just it was weird. I feel like they weirded (laughs) Remy Malik out a bit too much. Yeah, you know there were kind of had a bit of like a Joker, like a. Well, (laughs) apparently, apparently that is what Freddie Mercury used to do. There are like you can see him do that in like stage shows and stuff. Which, you know, I guess having massive teeth in your mouth, you might, your mouth probably dries up pretty, you know, pretty often. No, but there were moments where it was just like, it looked like he was very not used to him in some scenes. And you could see him lisping or trying to hide a lisp that he was, you know, struggling through. He did. I thought he did really Mm. good. Like, (laughs) it was a little weird for me because I'm really into a show that he's on called Mr. Robot. I am. Um, And I'm currently watching the third season of that where he's like (laughs) a socially awkward schizophrenic hacker. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen the first season of that. Yeah. And I always tell people to watch it, but I accidentally tell them to watch iRobot every time I say it. Because I'm like, you should watch this show. It's really good. It's called iRobot. And they're like, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's got Will Smith in it, right? I'm like, no. Everyone's like, he keeps telling me to watch iRobot. I was like, look, man, I get it. iRobot's a good movie. Just it back. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what everyone but like like, you know he he won't look at a character in the eye he'll he's like crazy awkward yeah so to then see him do like this show and then to be it's like arguably one of the best rock stars ever and it's the exact opposite yeah yeah it's amazing Mm, it's just weird yeah it was good like he did a great job that kid has got some range but yeah right what about you um dean did you find the teeth a bit hard to get through like <laughs> i'm sure he I did think too it was but just, yeah <laughs> yeah i i don't know i think he did he himself did a great job and i think it was just cuz i was looking out for it yeah kind of thing cuz like i always have a thing with false teeth in movies where i was like oh i wonder how this is going to impede the acting yeah yeah <laughs> and just try to yeah Hello. Try to spot the, yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> they just out. drop out yeah. mid scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm continuing on. I'm a real actor, okay? <laughs> See him try to p- pronounce Jack Zack Snyder. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll pronounce it the same way. Jack anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I Snyder. think that's that's the one thing. Like a couple of scenes is like, oh, this must have been filmed earlier on yeah. when he wasn't quite used to the teeth. Yeah, he's I was thinking that really too. like has a noticeable list. Yeah, but um, most of the time, it's really impressive. Yeah, and he, you're yeah. right. He looked the part. He looked. It was uncanny how much he looked like Freddie Mercury, and the rest of the band. I think about half an hour in, I sort of just forgot it was Remy Malik and just bought into the idea mm. that it was Freddie Mercury that I was watching. Oh and, yeah, and sort of even yeah. to the extent of when they showed the the final. Like, I think it was just in the final credits, they had, like, the, the really iconic image of Freddie Mercury having, like, the the, mm-hmm. the yellow leather jacket or whatever it is and the white, yeah, um, yeah like, with the arm up in the air. Yeah. That, I was like, that was almost a little bit jarring because I was like, oh, that's right. I wasn't watching Freddie Mercury. So, in that <laughs> kind of way, I think he he nailed it so well, but... 
I kind of wish yeah. there was just mm. a little bit more depth in those in-between scenes and maybe even even not even depth in the way of like, you know, getting like the really nitty gritty, like, you know, like knowing the horrible things that go on, but knowing just the writing process into the songs and things like that because they sort of yep. touch on it, but never... The yeah. songs come out of nowhere. Do we want to go into spoilers? Well, like we want to see, look, I think we it. can because in a way there's no real spoilers for this. If you don't already yeah, know the, the story of Freddie Mercury's life and everything like that, then um then yeah, then then it's what are you uh, doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Maybe just you, go watch the movie. Yeah. But if you already know there's no real spoilers, it's really just yeah. talking about what mm. is true and what's not really true and what they've sort of skewed mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but mm-hmm. we will get into that a little bit later. But for now, we will go into spoilers. So cool. Yes. Yeah. So one of the sort of the crescendo of this movie is building up. You see a short glimpse of it at the beginning of the movie, but it's kind of leads up towards their live oh, aid yeah. performance in 85. Yeah. And one of the sort of the first things I did when I got home after seeing this was I looked yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. Got, there's the entire set is on YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. there was so much in that set that they just nailed. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. his movements on stage, him like grabbing the camera and moving the camera around with him as he's singing, using, you know, the mic stand as a guitar, just his general you know, mannerisms yeah. and the way that he like talked to the crowd. It was unreal. Like I would love to know how much studying Remy Malik had to do to do this role. Cause he freaking nailed yeah, yeah. it. Mm. Oh yeah. Definitely. Plus, you know, you listen to Queen. It's yeah. Great. I mean, I like, I've <laughs> seen most of the documentaries that are out there on um, Freddie Mercury and I've seen a lot of the live stuff of Freddie Mercury, me and my wife actually really like this movie, and and I kind of my wife and I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I kind of I kind of feel like the Sorry, a horrible husband in a way because I went to watch this movie on my own last night without Ooh. her because um, we couldn't get a babysitter, and I knew I had to watch this for the podcast. Um, so, um, I, in all honesty, I know exactly where you're at. I've been in trouble for watching things for the podcast yeah. <laughs> and not including significant yeah, others. I'm, I'm currently in trouble for watching The Bodyguard without my all right. significant other. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which will be it's on like, next week's podcast if you're hanging out for yes. that. Um, this why yeah. so she keeps Busy. walking around in the background she just is flipping the camera yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she just, is livid. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Literally throwing <Yeah>. shade. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I Lamp felt shades. like oh, I kind of I had mixed emotions watching it last night because I'm like on, on the one hand, I was like, I feel like I'm betraying my wife, but I'm like... <laughs> It's a movie. Yep. <laughs> like, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, oh, yeah. But anyways, so yeah, I did go watch it, and um, I felt a little bit guilty She'll for the first twenty it. minutes. When you, when we start bringing home, you know, Lamborghinis, oh, yeah, from this podcast, and, from all the you know, global. When we take this bad boy on the yeah. road. Um, she'll appreciate oh, yeah, it. Of it's course. fine. Yeah. 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 When, yeah. when I'm away for months on end with the podcast, yes. she'll appreciate, she'll appreciate it. it. 
We do. <laughs> she'll appreciate the space, Jason. You should appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, wow. I, I did feel bad for a little bit, and then, then I just started to really enjoy the then movie. Then the movie started. <laughs> but I, it was mainly the music. The credit, then, then. It was really mainly the music. The previews were done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I, like, I literally, because I, uh, I, I hate missing um, the beginning of a movie, but um, I'd, mm-hmm. I, we'd got our son to sleep, and I was like, okay, everything's sort of set at home. I'm just going to run out and watch this movie. And there was like a 720 screening of it. And um, hey. and it was like, I don't know, quarter past seven or something. And like the cinema's not far from my house. So I just like flew around there, ran in, bought my ticket, whatever, and ran through the doors. And it was like 25 past or something like that when I got in. And I'm thinking, I hope I didn't miss the beginning, even though I know the story. I hate missing anything in a movie. Like, even if it's like the, mm. the, the opening like logo or something like that, I just hate it. It really, it'll annoy me for a good 40 minutes if I miss the opening yeah, logo. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's, it's really weird, mm. but yeah. It's just, trailers are the most important part. Well, I can, I can actually By handle far. not seeing trailers because I've seen so many trailers now. Um, mm-hmm. I used to hate it when I was a kid when, that was, it was when you didn't sarcasm. have access to trailers like you do now. But yeah, yeah, at mm. least now. We've got heaps of access, so it's not really a, a deal breaker. But yeah, for sure. But I feel like if you're there for the opening trailers, you kind of like you get in your yeah. groove. You know, you find your seat, you're comfortable, you crack open your packet of twisties, so you're not that dude. You munch a bunch of, of popcorn like, <gasps> prior, yeah. So then you're not making yeah. as much noise. Exactly. You're not movie. Satan. Um, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's one of my yeah. pet peeves actually so. about gold class. So I don't know whether it's mm-hmm. a thing like in in uh, other countries, but uh, you know what I hate about gold class? <laughs> I hate gold <laughs> class. They let just the riffraff in anyone. Well, you know, uh, because I'm always uh, in gold class, as you see. <laughs> um, uh, the screen is too far away for my monocle. <laughs> No, no the seats are like, true comfortable. Honesty, like, I, like, I haven't been to girl class that much. Um, we can't <laughs> afford it. We run a podcast. Because um, <laughs> it's just not up to my standards. <laughs> so, um, so I hate it that like you can actually order food and it comes out like, you know, like half an hour <laughs> in or an hour in or, you know, an hour and a half in. Yeah. And you're like... Uh, what the hell are they doing? Like serving the guy beer in front of me when mm. I'm trying to see stuff. You got like an usher coming in and standing like middle of the screen. Like it's it's so annoying. <laughs> That's why. How like, dare these people serve my every will? I know, right? How <laughs> yeah, dare yeah, they you know. provide me food? <laughs> <laughs> I demand the help is invisible at all times. Look, oh, I can <laughs> crawl. Get out of the way, Asha. I can see you. Descend from the roof like Thomas Cruise. <laughs> like Thomas Cruise. <laughs> Look, I, I feel a I demand you to crawl. I'm un- appreciated and ganged up me. on right now because of my um, gold class experience. Um, you know, the one time that I went. Because <laughs> of my elitism. <laughs> Movies are great on rich white guy mountains. <laughs> Um, anyways, <laughs> let's get back to Bohemian Rhapsody, guys, um, because that's what we're talking about. Yeah, for real, though, I do hate it when they bring food in halfway through. Yeah, yeah. a lot. It's like, go away. Yeah. I don't care about your like 
freaking what do you what do they usually get it's just, mm. what are you gonna eat halfway through know. a movie i don't know don't have a I, like uh, once or twice i've actually ordered animal. a beer and that's actually that's kind of nice but um but that's quick like they can just hand you the beer you don't have to get like a plate of chips and fish and stuff like i'm like oh, why oh, why is that necessary yeah. Yeah, just smuggle your booze in like a real man. <laughs> well, <laughs> we in a water well, bottle. We went to see the Avengers: Infinity War in Gold Class, and we we got breakfast, but we spef- uh, we requested it what? came out. What in, time? It was yeah. like a ten thirty session. Wow! And yeah. so we're like, yeah, and but we requested it to come like come out in the first half hour before. The steaks got too high. Yeah, yeah. That's basically. where, like, yeah, if you're going to order food, get it in the first half an hour when yeah, the, the climax of the film is not actually coming through. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is Do your you know, what this podcast correctly. is all about. It's actually, yeah. you know, trying to um, help people with our public service announcement about ordering food <laughs> in the cinema. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Order yeah. your food at the beginning mm-hmm. of a beginning movie. Beginning of the movie. When you want to be pretentious, be pretentious right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right if you way. were meant to eat midway through a movie, <laughs> intermissions would still be a yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. That's it. We. That's a great. Have point. I ever told you my intermission story? <laughs> no. Real no. quick, dude. Okay, so that's a good idea. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Yeah, we look. Yeah, we <laughs> let's break this podcast that we're actually not on topic for. So let's yeah, let's just do it. But take a break. Intermission. For the movie's good. Story. Go and see. Go see. Just go and see it. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah. I'm at the age where it's like I'd read Lord of the Rings. I read Lord of the Rings really early. I read it in like year five. And I was like talking to mom and dad. And I'm like, let me watch the movies. I really, really, really want to watch the movies. So this was around the time when Two Towers was coming out. So mm-hmm. they let me watch. Oh, wait, so you weren't able to watch the movies at the cinemas, like the Lord of the Rings at the cinemas? Were you too young? I never saw Fellowship at the cinemas, but then I saw Two Towers and Return yeah, of the King. Yeah, right. What about you, Dean? Cool. Did you see him? Cool. I was young. Did you see him at the cinemas? Dean? Me? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Paul yes? was talking. I, I, I shut out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello. Dick? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> You're like, what movie are we Love talking you. about? <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> Did I see it at the cinemas? Oh, yes. sorry. I was just booking <laughs> gold class tickets. <laughs> I'm not even going to use them. <laughs> uh, Paul was talking, so I decided to go book some gold class yeah, tickets. I, I bought all of them. I bought all of them. <laughs> no one's going to show up. <laughs> and I won't order any food. <laughs> Dude, 100%, if I had the money, I'd book out an entire gold class thing and just not rock How up. How good would that be? be so funny. That'd what, be sick. to not rock up? Yeah, just book it yeah. out. Just invite all your friends. <laughs> no, don't invite anyone. Just, well, I was just yeah, like, but that's, in- that's Paul inviting all of his friends because he's like booking it out for with nobody there. <laughs> be funny. I said I'd invite them. I don't expect them to show up. Anyway. Um, what friends? Yeah. <laughs> What yeah. were we talking about? Oh, I was saying a story. Yeah, I was yeah. a story. Intermission. No, I never saw Lord of the Rings at the movies. Yeah. None of them. Yeah, oh, did buddy. you see You missed out, the man. The Hobbit was the first Middle Earth film did I saw. Did you not movies. see any of the Lord of the Rings at the cinemas? None of oh, them. Holy man. crap. Mm-hmm. It was like a family yeah, thing for right. me. Like every year we went and watched it. <laughs> like my whole family went. Yeah, but like for you three were old years. enough yeah, to see Yeah, for three them. years. I was too young. So what was it? 2001? Was it 2001? He was there when the books came out. I might have been 13. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah, wow. I know. <laughs> I, I was definitely old enough. Yeah, I was old enough. But 
Oh, no, Wait, I you just... know, I don't think you were 13 when the movies came out. Well, hmm? was it oh, 2000 or wait. 2001? 2000. And th- this is a job for IMDb. Ooh. Look out. Look, Hang I was definitely old enough to see them, but. 2001. See, okay, so parents, I was 14. Like, my parents didn't have any money. Like, we couldn't afford. Gold to, like, class. Yeah, gold this class. This has become very Cinema. dark. <laughs> Yeah, and if you don't go go class, you know you don't go we, to the cinemas. To, to watch movies, back when I was a kid, we had to drive into the paddock next to the drive-in and watch over the fence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and hope you can tune Our neighbours had a big TV and we had to use a mirror. <laughs> Until 2008, every movie I'd seen had been in reverse. <laughs> Through binoculars. Subtitles were a nightmare. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still being English when I'm saying that Dean is poor. It's like that skit, the Monty Python skit, where it's like, you think you had it bad. We had to get up and, and it just keeps getting oh, yeah, more and more it gets worse and, like, and worse oh, and worse. Yeah, yeah. You know? All right, now that we're yeah, like yeah, 25 so minutes into on. this podcast. Um, <laughs> wait, no, no, let oh, me tell yeah, my story. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's in the mission. I convinced mom and dad to let me watch Lord of the Rings. Um, we watched it on DVD. Oh, not DVD, VHS. Yeah. It was sick. Whoa. Um, and then Two Towers was out. And I think I caught one of the last ever screenings in like you know, for it to be out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was in this like small cinema in Newcastle. Uh, so we go Wait, there. Which cinema in Newcastle? It. Which one? Which huh? cinema? Was it Wolf Street? The Regal? Like Wolf Street? Was it in Wolf Street? Well, I don't know. The Regal. It was near the uni. Anyway. Yeah, okay, that's not Wolf Street. Anyways. Um, sorry. It's a crap cinema. It's still open. No, Wolf Street's toilet. gone. Uh, Wolf Street's been gone for ages. Okay, so it wasn't Wolf Street. I never said it yeah. was Wolf Street. I thought, uh, no, I thought you said, In I town. Thought you said it was town. Yeah, we need specific whatever. details here, Paul. Look, you're dropping out. Are you talking about the one that was in town, town in Newcastle? No, it's not that yeah. one. No, I've been to that one, though. I went and saw Howl's Moving Castle mm. at that one. Mm. I, I think yeah, I went and seen the Am- Amityville anyway. Horror. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> that's a creepy cinema to go to to see that movie. Oh, I also saw uh, Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, there well. oh, fair enough. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah we're nice. completely off track. Get on to your mission <laughs> story so okay. we can get back so, to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone wants to talk about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. We go and see Two Towers, yep. and I'm having a yep. ball. Right, have my popcorn, got my yep. drink. Then it gets to the bit where. Um, uh, Frodo and um, Sam and Smeagol see all of the um, uh, balls, all the Easterlings, I think it all is. All It's a big army. They, they they spy the army walking towards Mordor. Yeah. And that's the bit where they get captured um, by uh, Isil, not Isil, um Faramir yeah. and his crew. So then as soon as they put the bag on yeah. his head, the screen fades to black and then it pops up with, Intermission, and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> they just get captured. Intermission. No way. Yeah. Wow. Legit. Dude, Legit. What? That's the best it, time yeah. to have an intermission if you're gonna have an intermission. No, but no. That, like, it didn't usually have an intermission, right? Maybe they had to change crazy, the right? reels. Maybe it was like really old technology because they used to have huh? to change the reels over, and that's why you'd have intermission. And they'd um they'd tend yeah. like you know because it was the old school ones that didn't have like the double reels going at the same time, so they'd change mm-hmm. them over in the intermission break, and that's why they had it because of Lord of the Rings being so long. Obviously, there it was a really old cinema, and they'd have to actually yeah, just stop and. Change it over. 
Wow. That yeah, is it was insane. absolutely hectic. The only plus side is I got a chock top. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> so it's not all bad. Yes. You lived like you were in gold class. After all. Chock top. Yeah. I had one for each yeah. hand. If it was a gold class, two. you would have got the chock top delivered to you. Yeah. <laughs> if it was gold class, I would have made the chock top. <laughs> They would have prepared it I for I would have dipped you. my head in. <laughs> I would be the chop top. <laughs> All right. Anyways, if I want Now it. that that's um, out of the way and I've actually <sighs> cut this from the what podcast we and we're going straight to <laughs> this. So mm. you're not 25 minutes in. You're only like two minutes in because I've had to cut all <laughs> of this. It's not being but you've got a bloody interesting Ooh. anecdote oh. about my viewing of yeah. two towers. I think <laughs> that I, was fantastic. I think I'm going to have to put in the Priceless. notes just like, you know, skip to like 30 minutes and <laughs> then we'll get started on <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Um, we'll have to have like a title saying like if you really want to if you're here just for Bohemian Rhapsody jump to 28 <laughs> minutes and 50 seconds yeah alright did I ever tell no, you no no it's from you there's a new more story alright let me Again. tell you about Return Bohemian Rhapsody Mike Myers Bohemian Let's Rhapsody even talk about I wanted Freddie Mercury to be more of an asshole oh yeah okay yeah Throughout. fair enough yeah. And that's, that's, how, how's that for a segue? Yeah, that's a great one. Um, Coming straight mm-hmm. off Return of the King. You know who else was a bit of an asshole? <laughs> you know, oh, don't know. Boromir's don't. dad. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, okay. Paul Apparently was wasn't right even dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know who him. was a real, actually, let's look at um, Paul Pretner or however you say his name. Yep. Um, he was the main villain in this film. So we have mm-hmm. a villain in Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm, interesting name for a villain, eh? Paul, how does it feel to like, um, yeah, share the villain name Brent, for Brent the film Hart. and the villain for this podcast? How does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Yeah, amazing. I'm just, I'm just, a, I'm just a, a citizen you're of the world. You're just a saboteur, man. Like stories, you weaving my tails, just <laughs> laying down a tapestry. Good intentions. Good intentions? What? This Paul does not represent Paul. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Is that what you're like? He is not a true Paul. Like you get, you actually like every time they say his name in the movie, you're like replacing it with something else, like Tom or something like that. Jason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Tom. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. All right. But yeah. Um. Yeah. He was pretty like. Bad. I, I was wondering, like, exactly, like, they kind of have two villains in this. They have Mike Myers's character, which is Ray Foster, oh, yeah, which yeah. is also a character that's Not completely made up. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I like the little mm-hmm. meta reference to Wayne's World. But in some ways, it was kind of a little bit on the nose when he's like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know. I can't. People will never bang yeah. their heads in their yeah, cars. Never yeah, never Kids are banging their heads to this in their cars or something like that. Yeah, it was like, what the hell is he like doing? Hang on, hang on a second. (laughs) What was it? What was the line? Look, look. (laughs) Mark these words. You'll never see Queen queen play again. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> I smelled an apology wow. for this week's yeah, episode. Yeah. That is... Yeah. You kind of sounded like like the Wild Wild West. The Wild Wild West. <laughs> well, I saw him down. But <laughs> yeah, but I just... I, I just that was like, your Michael Caine impression. The Michael Caine. <laughs> I see how that was. 
Ja, wo wir Oh, bye, bye, bye. Ja, see, I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. But yeah, um, but I, I really like, I was like, what the hell um, is this character? And he kind of like, even to the extent of like, he's like saying, like he did say like a line that's actually a real line about it going mm -hmm. for like six minutes. And, um, and, yeah. and like that was what the actual producer did say. Um, but mm -hmm. then him actually being sort of against the band was like really like out of nowhere. Like very fictional. Yeah, it was very fictionalized that was, kind yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I keep thinking because the actual Queen members were so involved in this film that it was so skewed heavily to them never doing anything wrong. Like Freddie was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. Totally. What do you guys think of that? Like, was there anything else that you sort of called out as eh, not exactly lining up with <clears> what <throat> felt like the truth, like a fact versus fiction, like where you just there call was, BS yeah, yeah. on well, it kind of thing? Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, that, you know, Mike Myers had probably one of the funniest lines in the whole movie with the, I like formulas line. It was brilliant. Which, when he was talking about, <laughs> yeah, I got Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul's Paul's gone. Formulas. <laughs> when you're are like, he's like, I like formulas. formulas. <laughs> I like formulas. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Why was that your favorite line? It was just so stupid. <laughs> because he was oh, okay. he was really stupid. And you know, it's there's brilliant. that scene right at the end when they're doing Live Aid, and like he hears them yeah. on the radio, and then, <laughs> then it flashes to him, and he's like. I don't know, like looking really upset. Like, yeah. And yeah. I can't even remember what he says, but he's like basically like, oh, you know, kind of thing. Um, he doesn't say anything, does he? He just sits there. No, he just looks really yeah. sad because he's the mm. guy that passed on Queen. But also, he's probably sitting there thinking, why have I whoops. never changed? But he's, in like is he the guy that passed on Queen? Decade. Is he the guy that. Why is this England and it's still <laughs> sunny? <laughs> hey, like, but he's not the guy that passed on Queen, right? Like, he. He still bankrolled yeah. them, right? Because mm -hmm. he was like part of no. the record label. He's part of no, no, that was, that's what was the whole thing. They released yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, Night at the Opera independently. Yeah, really. After that, yep. It wasn't part of AMI. So, like in reality, was it? Uh oh, in reality, he wasn't a character. Yeah, that was not real. I know, but like in um, but <clears throat> you think like the record label? Yeah, did they? Yeah. Because I was oh, like, yeah, they never question. passed. Yeah, from mm. what I read, from the thing that I found, um, just looking up what was what was sus and whatnot, mm -hmm. um, the main potential reason why that character was in there was a sort of a homage to like the EMI record executives who also who did say, <clears throat> like, we don't think that Bohemian Rhapsody should be on the air. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it's too long. We're not going to play it. Yeah. Like that was real, um, and I think they just sort of put that in a character as opposed to it being a series of executives. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of yeah. like, I understand that complaint, but as uh, like him kind of being like this kind of character, that's a bad guy. I kind of was like, he'd still be making heaps of money as if he's like disappointed by them being successful. Yeah. He'd be still like rolling in it. So their success yeah, exactly. is his success. So I, it just didn't he make probably sense. Probably bought another shirt. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> <laughs> or he probably he's probably in gold probably class have right a new now. Haircut as well. He bought just a hundred of that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, I don't. Do. I don't know. I just didn't um, find that 
very believable. What, what about you guys? Do you find anything else that was a bit over the top? Basically, the whole third act mm. was pretty fictionalized. Yeah. And all like just mixed around, like different yeah. sequences of events actually happened than what they were in the movie. Yeah. The whole AIDS um, being diagnosed didn't happen until a year after Live Aid. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, it was and two like, years because it's 87. Hmm? He, he wasn't diagnosed mm. till 87. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, gee, that's yeah. Yeah. two years after Live Aid. And so they moved that to before Live Aid and made it a character um, motivation. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. So part of me is like, yeah. oh, yeah, that way they get like the whole triumphant ending, like leaving on that really nice note or whatever. But then part of me is like, uh, it is still manipulating the facts. Um, yeah. And if anything mm. can't really be changed, it's the facts, right? On something. It's cheapening the reality of what that disease did to him. Yeah. Killing. Yeah. Like it's, it's become this, you know, thing that he overcame to do live aid and perform and unite the band. Yeah. In reality, it just, it completely ate him up over a couple of years. By yeah. the end of it, he was hardly. Well, anything. there was a documentary that I watched <clears throat> last week. It was on uh, SBS. Yeah. And it was all about, it was all about Freddie. Um, mm-hmm. And they were even saying that he was. Like he never stopped making music. The passion never left. He wanted to do that until the disease took him. But mm-hmm. he would wake up every day. He would get chemo at 6 a.m. because that's like the only time he could go and do it where yeah. no one would see him. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then by the time it got to a point where he announced that he had he had AIDS, I think it was probably 24 hours and then he was dead. Yeah, it was the day before. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was sad. Mm. Yeah, it, like, yeah, it, it was very quick from the announcement to his death. Um, I think a mm. lot of people close to him knew, but not the broader community. And a lot of people were guessing. And I believe he mm-hmm. even accepted an award maybe <clears throat> like two days before. And um, yeah, well, yeah okay. and he was on stage and he Good looked on. very, very ill. Um and, and you could see it. He had a lot of makeup on. He got up on stage, accepted the award, didn't say anything. They, like, fully had the mic there and that. I, I, he may have said, like, thank you, and that was it sort of thing. There was no speech. He just got off the stage kind of thing. Um, he, but yeah, he looked wow. very, like, emaciated. It was, like, very, um, yeah, it was, mm. it, was, it was sad. But I kind mm-hmm. of go, in, in my mind, I'm like, it's a little bit better ending – on a high note um, and sort of having a little bit more inspirational because in a way you kind of, I I just don't know whether people want to see the realities of that, um, like the harsh realities of what happened to him because they kind of want to remember him as this icon rather than like the, the degradation of his body over like his last. Yeah remaining years. I, I, I get that, but I think it's the difference between having this character be portrayed as an icon as opposed to finding the humanity yeah, in I get that. Freddie Mercury and yeah. portraying that. Yeah. And then having mm. that so much more because it, it could have this movie could have been a lot more intimate with Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And like, you know, I you could have seen like I feel like he was always portrayed as this really fun, energetic, entertaining guy, even when it gets 
you know, yeah. its, its darkest moments. Yeah. Freddie Mercury's always still got a bit of light in him. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I, I let's take um, Steve Jobs, the movie Steve Jobs, for example. Yeah. That is a movie where, first of all, Michael Fassbender does such a good job that you heart, like you forget immediately that he looks nothing like Steve yeah. Jobs. He was but great. Fassbender. You're, yeah. yeah. You're able to feel like you're able to hate that guy at the same time that you completely feel so sorry for him, you know? Yeah. And connect yeah. with him. Yeah. I didn't get that with Freddie Mercury in this movie. I just was like, oh, I like this guy. He's fun. Yeah. Didn't really get to like, you know, feel much like I, I never, never hated him. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I think in a way, like you kind of look at his choices and, and the way that they, they shape the villain as well in this kind of, kind of like it kind of exempts him from any choices that he made in his life. It's like, oh, he was being yes. manipulated kind of thing by the Paul character mm-hmm. kind of thing. But um, my, yeah. I was talking to my bro today and he was saying like he pointed that out. It's like he always feels like the victim. Yeah. Throughout yeah. this whole movie. Yeah. Like it, it sort of exempts him from anything bad kind of in my in his life and 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 in that way because it, it, the the Paul Pret, Preta, Pret, Pretner. What? What is his name? Pret, Pret, Prenter. 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 Like printer. Printer. <laughs> printer. Yeah, it's I like think it is. Printer, but it's Scottish. It's printer. On the printer. Yeah, printer. <laughs> <laughs> it's Paul Pretner. <laughs> Got a jam printer. in my printer. Yeah. <laughs> Nugget off my swamp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get off my. Sw- if Shrek was in Air yeah, Force, no, but like that's what I, like I, I I just see Mike Myers playing the Shrek character in this. I don't see him as. Um, anything other than that and almost like the the wayne's world character i feel like he's winking at the audience the whole way through like all the mm-hmm. all you didn't see him as um a gold member <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that's what i kept picturing really yeah i suppose I well, he does look like the gold member <laughs> character because he's got like that he's yeah. like he's not gonna bad it's a fake mustache <laughs> right like on beard and everything because it looks so crap Right? Like, it's yeah, surely yeah. fake. Yeah, it looks like pews. Yeah, I know, right? It just looks like it's, like, pasted <laughs> on, but, like, badly. He kind of looks like, yeah. um, you know when um, in Team America, when they dress him up to look like the terrorists? And then <laughs> 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 it's like, darker, darker. Nah, he kind of looked like, you know when, if you've ever had a lollipop, but then you accidentally drop it on carpet, and then you pick it <laughs> yeah, back up? Yeah, yeah, and it just, like, picks up little bits of... <laughs> that, that was his that face. Was, yeah, yeah. It looked like a carpet lollipop. Look, I, I like my... Mike Myers, and I'm I'm actually glad to see him in this, even though it was a little bit too on the nose. Um, but yeah, it, like it reminded me of Tom Cruise's character in Tropic Thunder. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it really did. 100%. Yeah, similar yes. beard and everything. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted him to jump up and start. Yeah, dancing right at the end. <laughs> Doing the dance. Yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway. let's let's talk about the band. So we had. Man, yep. I'm not gonna get this name right. Um, Quinlam, Quillam, Quillam Lee. I don't know how. Like it's spelled G W. It's William. Is it? Do you reckon it's William? Go for it, man. Just go do you reckon it. it's yeah. William? Yeah. William Lee. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to cut this and go yeah. with just William. So we've got William Lee as... Ooh, you should, and I'm taking a, <laughs> I'm taking a shot there. You really? <laughs> yeah, whatever. No yeah, you said it was so confidently. And I was like, okay. I know, it's fun, right? Yeah, okay. So it's a... Uh, yeah, William Lee, whatever. We'll just go with that. Um, as Brian May. Um, I thought he was pretty good. Ooh. He just had like heaps of hair the whole time. That's pretty much his character trait. Has hair, and he he also comes up with songs out of midair um, by like you know, <laughs> yeah the we will rock yeah we will rock you. I want to have something that hey, everyone can come up with that. Do this yeah. now, clap. Yeah, and that's We're it. Do that. We made a song. Oh, yeah. He did say in an interview that's he did come up with that, but that's not how he did it. He basically was like after the set where they all sung the song back to them, mm-hmm. um, he genuinely did think, how can I make a song that people are going to be involved in? How can I make an audience yeah. song? And he sort of he was laying in bed and he's like, well, they're so packed in. The only thing they can do is stamp their feet and clap their hands. And then he's just like, you know, when I woke up, I had We Will Rock You. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it makes sense to an extent, but don't do it in the studio as if it's like the first time he's ever come up with this idea. Like it just could have yeah. played better if they had a scene where they come straight off stage straight after that set. Yeah. And he's like, you know, clearly trying to think at that point. Yeah. And that's where like you could maybe, he could maybe hear the boom, boom yeah. coming from the audience. Like it's just, and then suddenly that's, yeah. that's the inspiration. Right yeah. there. But there just seems like dogs. there's heaps of moments like that where, like, even with um, Freddie Mercury coming up with Bohemian Rhapsody, he's, like, looking at a cow or something. And then he's like, oh, I've got a great idea for a song. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> mama. Yeah, 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 mama. Yeah, it would have been cool to like, see what? some of that. Like, it just seemed like he went from having a little riff in his yeah. head for mm-hmm. the piano part and then he had lyrics and then Brian May was just cut and yeah. sick. Which was cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they just they did gloss yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and they did. The chicken bit it, was pretty funny in that scene. Oh, the chicken bit was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that was so yeah. good. Um, that was like that there was were really a funny. lot of great little beats like that. Yeah, like really artistic moments where it kind of transcended a classic biopic yeah. moment, which were brilliant and classic. Queen. Yeah. Like that, and like when they're in the recording studio, and then all of a sudden, you got the silhouette of that like you know album cover, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody yes. in the window, like yeah. those kind of moments that was cool. and the transitions. Yeah, I wonder great. if that because because um uh what's his name um, Dexter Who? Fletcher, he took over as the yes. director, and um he's also died done what what was that movie he did I I know you've seen it Eddie Dean. the Eagle. Eddie, Eddie the Eagle, Eagle yeah, a few years ago, yeah. and um, mm. and he's also directing the upcoming Elton John biopic, which is um, oh, Rocket can't Man. Can't wait for that. And Rocket yeah, Man. and it's mm. sort of more of a um, it, well, I mean, it's it's a, it's marketed as a true fantasy, so it's mm. kind of like transcending reality in some way, and I feel like that yeah. might have been his little touch on this film. Oh, definitely. Um, just having that little that tiny little inkling of change to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Because he's not even credited. Rocket Man looks, no, No. Rocket Man looks a lot more experimental. Yes. Than then. And it looks really amazing. I can't wait for that. And I feel like, yeah, he definitely added some of that into this movie. Cool. Intermission. (laughs) Paul, you look so enthusiastic about Rocket Man, don't you? I, 
I was excited for that movie until the crowd started floating, and I'm like, no, nah, my man. <laughs> what? Really? You I checked don't care. out at True that fantasy, point? bull crap. Didn't see a single elf, no mage, no dragon. <laughs> there was no Tosses. two towers I'm in out. this one. This, no. no. <laughs> I'm calling yeah. it too no. unrealistic yeah. for me. Yeah. No Nazgul. Yeah, Nazgul yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think in the in the scene where um, Freddy joins the band for the first time? Like he kind of like it's just. It's very convenient generic. and very generic. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of like they didn't want to spend too much time on it. It's like mm-hmm. uh, you, the band, they need a singer. You're the singer. Now you're queen. Yeah. Whereas in reality. Yeah. It, it was, was not that. Not that. They, they, were, f- they were friends, weren't they? They were touring they together. They were flatmates for They a were period. touring yeah. as separate and bands. Freddie was the lead singer of another band. And then um, <laughs> they were like, like, they were both supporting each other in different gigs. And then, then the lead singer mm. of um, Smile, I think it is, um, what their band was yeah. originally, and that lead singer left. And then I think Freddie Mercury jumped ship onto the the, the better band out of the two. But <clears throat> apparently, he was trying to get in the band for for years. Oh, really? Like, let me in your band. No, let me in your band. No, let me in your band. Then the singer's like, "I'm out." He's like, "Let me in your band." Fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you in your well, band. We actually, have a place available <laughs> you for you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I just which would have taken is, up the whole movie. Yeah, like I, I that's a part that I don't dislike too much. Like, well, at the time, I didn't know that much about like the full backstory of Queen. So mm-hmm. at the time, it was fine. I was like, yeah, cool, good on him. He can sing. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back, it's like you know, I I'm okay with them not spending that much time. It's like I'd rather just get into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally. that's fair. Which makes sense. Like the trying to streamline things, trying to fit the true story into a you know they, classic three act. They structure are streamlining feel. things so much, though. It is yeah, the whole do. movie exactly. is streamlined. It's just like yeah, let's get on to they the next one. Became famous too quickly. Yeah. Oh, way too quickly. Re- way too quickly. Yeah. Mm. What did you guys like, think? It was just so like they have the big breakup, and then. <laughs> um, he goes off, does his solo album, which never happened in real life. But anyways, he comes mm-hmm. back and he has the big speech about, um, you know, now we're getting the band back together and, and I went and worked with these other guys, but they never had what you guys had. They never said no to me or whatever. And they never pushed mm. back. And I was like, when did they ever push back in this movie? It was like... Oh, I well, think I think it was... They did. It was like, he, you know, Brian would do... Did his guitar solos, but then Freddie was like, "Just do what you do, what you want to do. Make it your own." He's like, "Yeah, I can do that." Or the drummer's like, "How many more friggin' audio tracks do I have to do?" That's not. Oh yeah, but that's not um, pushback though. <laughs> that's like like there that's like little banter. It, it kind of doesn't feel right? like yeah. It's it's like, hey, I've got a good idea. You want to get on board, and you're like, uh, yeah, okay, I'll help. And then you're like, oh, can you help a little bit more? And they're like, yeah, okay. Okay, I'll help a little more. It's not really like... <laughs> if anything, the pushback came from the members, like everyone aside from Freddie. Like all mm. that, um, I love my... I'm in love with my car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, there was there was a bit of criticism um, Freddie Mercury's way. It was, don't be late. Yeah. Stop being oh, late. Oh, pushback. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that's So it. much pushback. <laughs> oh, man. I could be late if I want to. I was a gold class. <laughs> 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 oh, 
But what you don't understand, darling, is that I have gold-class tickets. And when I go to my gold-class cinema, I can come back whenever I like. The movie doesn't start until I get there. I ordered a cheeseburger and fries and a beer for the final quarter of the movie. What I do is I order beers for the whole front row, just to block the view for everyone when they have a million hosts come out. Ten minutes before the ending of the film. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm skinny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but okay. Yeah. That is kind of like a two-part problem there because yeah. they tr- they inserted this movie like the, you know, um, coming back together. Yeah. But they hadn't set up enough conflict prior to that scene yeah. for it to yeah. like, you know, pay off effectively. But also in real life, that scene would never have happened because they didn't actually break up ever. Yeah, exactly. No, it was like it was mutual. Yeah. It was a they mutual break. Took a break for a little bit. Less mm. than um, a year. Brian May did some stuff. He already did yeah. some stuff. And he did stuff before Freddie did some stuff. He did a solo <laughs> yeah. album exactly. before. Yeah, two of them did. Like it was Roger though. Taylor it was, as well. <laughs> he did. He did a solo. Apparently, it was less well. than a year that they had a break for as well. Yeah. It was a short yeah. time. Yeah. And yeah. They were like yeah. writing and together. Straight back to making albums. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's right. uh, mm. But yeah. Anyway, uh, like it's two prong problem right there. It seems so. What about them saving live aid though? <laughs> like, oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, as in like money didn't roll. <laughs> yeah. Until like yeah. until Queen. Like, <laughs> it's kind of insulting to the other <laughs> artists. Know, right? It's like, we've got nobody's here. We've got Elton John. We've got Madonna. It's just like, <laughs> there's nobody else here. It's one of those. Zeppelin, Eric Clapton, Elton John. But yeah. no one has money. Yeah. Yeah. Not until Queen play. Yeah. We need to get Queen in this. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's kind of like a half truth. Yeah. Because they did, on one hand, they did steal the show. It's like their act is considered the best yeah. and like one of the most like the pinnacle like in like important moments in rock history. Yeah. But I'm sure people were donating <laughs> sure. before Queen played. I'm sure I'm they were. Sure. I'm sure Definitely. that Bob Geldof was not backstage going if only Queen would get on there and play some songs. Yeah. yeah. People <laughs> would give their money. Give me your money. <laughs> also, yeah. Also, they didn't get back together a week before. That didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, no, they were on no. tour. And also, I guessed that at much. They were never <laughs> not on the roster. Like, that was not, they were on the roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, fun fact. Yeah. Did you know, yeah. did you guys know that they were put on the roster and they didn't know about it? <laughs> really? <laughs> no one actually told them that they were on the Perfect. roster and they got a little bit annoyed at that. Like, I oh, like okay. that. We'll, we'll do it. So what are they going to do? Say yeah. no to kids? <laughs> yeah. See, that would have been it's all like, right. Yeah, we'll do or, it, but you could have told us. That's actually pretty funny. So that sort of makes them yeah. sound like they, they really wanted to be on the roster the way that the way that it's sort of shaped <laughs> yeah. in the movie. It's completely opposite. But the reality is completely yeah, like, different. Live aid. Like Bob, Bob Geldof's on the phone. He really needs an answer today. Bob, <laughs> like, yeah. what? I reckon that would have been more <sighs> interesting if it was more like the real story. Yeah. And it's like yeah. no one told well, him. It was like, the whole movie the would have been more interesting <laughs> if it was more like the yeah. real story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think this movie would have been more enjoyable if they marketed it differently? Instead of it being like it was marketed <clears throat> as a this is Queen you know, this is their life. True story, Queen, Freddie Mercury, the whole shebang. But if they marketed it as, I don't know, whatever the hell Rocket Man's going to do. Yeah, yeah. Like something that was like, it's l- very, 
it's like 75% queen yeah. and then just like some fluff. Yeah. I think that would have been better because then you can accept the changes a bit so more. I was, like, if they if they just like, you know, if they were wanted to do the more lighthearted thing and kind of like deter from the truth a bit, they could have um, done like, you know, steered more closely towards like the boat that rocked kind of thing, you know, oh, yeah. or just like That's completely cool. all for fun and you don't care that a lot of it's made up. But um, at the same yeah. time, it's like the boat that rocked had a lot less stakes. Like this is a story about Freddie Mercury, who is admired by all, basically. And I kind of yeah. feel like I was I just missed out on a lot of kind of like true in-depth analysis, character analysis that I that's just a personal thing. I would have liked yeah. it to be more real. But yeah, kind of like the in excess story that they did a few years ago. Where they yeah. like, I feel like that was a great depiction of Michael Hutchins. Yeah, that was like a, an Australian um, yeah, miniseries, Australian right? produced film. Oh, it was like Woo. a miniseries. And um, interestingly enough, it goes all the way up to his death. And you actually see the day after and the band's reaction to that news. And I thought that was missing from this film as well. Yeah. I thought that would have been cool. At the same time, it's cool to end with Live Aid. So I don't know. Yeah. That look, say what you want about the movie and the liberties it took with the story. Mm-hmm. That live aid was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean like that. Like that yeah. was on point. I mean the actual performance in reality was on point too. So it's sort of like That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It kind of had to live up to that. What did you guys think of the vocals like of Remy Malik's because it wasn't actually him singing as much as media would have you believe. But um mm-hmm. yeah, what did you think of it? Like did it work? He lip synced pretty well. Yeah. He did. Mm, yeah. I would have loved to have heard him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I don't know how to compare it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who it was. Who. So what? What they did it sounded an awful lot like. They Ray. actually um, mm-hmm. they blended three different voices. So they blended a Canadian oh, singer yeah. Mark Martel and Freddie Mercury. Oh, of course. And Remy Malik. So um, they move them all together. Like so, it's got a little bit of his voice as well as everyone else, and they just blended it all into one to make the range of Freddie Mercury. So, so, um, there you go. Yeah. Like, which it's, it's pretty cool to, to kind of, um, to see that. But, um, yeah, like it, it worked for me cause I was kind of at first I was like, no way is this Remy Malik. Like I no. didn't buy mm-hmm. that, but yeah, by the end of it, I still didn't really care. It was kind of nice, but yeah. You're yeah. right about like the final live aid performance was amazing i thought i was looking at it and thought this has to be the actual recording from the concert and but at the same time like i could have sworn that it was remy malik singing it because he was just on point hitting it like you know i I thought it was completely synced up yeah perfectly the way he was doing it and very believable yeah and definitely even the crowd bit you know that oh yeah really cool yeah Every day at work since we saw that. Somebody's done the whole, Ew! Thing. Oh, really? It's going to be a cool. thing. Yeah. It's great. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think cool. that pretty much brings us to the end of this week's podcast. But what did you guys give it 
out of birds, out of five birds, where did it sit for you? Because, Dean, you're sort of saying middle ground, so would you say two and a half? Middle ground. You know, I'm going to probably two and a half. Like an ordinary ostrich. Live Aid, the Live Aid scene was so impressive that I'm yeah. going to step it up to three. Oh, look at you go. Yeah. <laughs> Your usual Crazy. give an extra half a bird by the end of it. <laughs> what about you, Paul? What are extra you, half. What are you at? I had goosebumps the entire Live Aid section mm-hmm. and I blasted Queen on the long drive home. So I think for something like that, I'd give it three and yeah. a half. Yeah. Okay. I did enjoy yeah, it. Right. I enjoyed it on the way up to Live Aid and Live Aid was just unreal. Yeah, oh, fair amazing. enough. See, How about you, Jace? Yeah, oh, so for me, like if, if I was just going on the, on the songs alone, I would have given it like, you know, five out of five, but, um, for a movie, (laughs) it's, it's really like, it's, it's probably like a two and a half for me. Like, unfortunately, um, it is enjoyable just for the music. Um, and if you like Queen, put on a Queen CD, you could, you could just listen to a Queen CD and then get the same effect, (laughs) but it is kind of cool by the, uh, by the movie soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Um, It's called greatest hits. I think it's called best of Queen. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, there was one song that I, that wasn't in there that I was a little bit disappointed and it was bicycle, you know, uh, I want to ride my bicycle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that song. Or fat bottom girls. Or fat bottom girls. I think he yeah. slapped someone oh, on the bottom, but just, it wasn't really. I never miss Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, never Fat Bottom Girls was the, um, the was US the, tour. Cut that joke. <laughs> cut that joke. I missed it. Bugger. You said I never miss Fat What'd Bottom Girls. I don't think I am going to cut that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter how fast you yeah. try. I will. Um, <laughs> All right. Anyways, so that pretty much brings us Uh, to the end of this week's podcast. If you like the podcast and uh you want to support the show, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nerds before birds. Um, what are you doing? You're like lip syncing to my voice. What the hell? He does this every week, Jason. I don't even notice it because I hardly ever look at his camera because I don't want to see his face. He's so ugly. Exactly. You meant to put up wars. Put up wars. Now he's crying. A single tear. A single tear. Take it easy. Yeah. Anyways, that was a bit harsh. I'm joking. You're beautiful. No, okay. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. On yeah, the inside. I am. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Um, what did you just I think you hit the, like, the <laughs> bar. Um, I hit the mic bar. Yeah, what are we talking about? Bye. That's right. Patreon.com slash nerds before burns. You can contribute any amount starting at a dollar a month. Stop. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And that just helps us to keep the lights on. Um, some of the benefits of being a Patreon supporter is that you what are the get benefits? early access to episodes. So as soon as they're what? done, as soon as they're edited, oh. they'll be up and ready for you to listen to. So we have a, a feed coming no through to them way. and you don't have to wait Amazing. around until Sundays. Um, but if you the best. can't help the show out financially and you want to support the show in some yep. other way, Write a review on iTunes or subscribe to us on mm. Facebook and also write a review on that as well. Um, writing a review Talk on yeah. any on platform Facebook. is fantastic. Talk to Jason. Talk to, Talk to Jason. us on, on any platform as well, um, <laughs> on Twitter, Facebook. We'll put it this way. And we've got Instagram as well. You can follow <laughs> us on that. So, um, 
What are you saying it right now? Steamrolls me out of yeah, the way. I'm completely steamrolling you because I'm like, what are you about to say? If you <laughs> review us on iTunes, the more reviews we get, if we hit a point, iTunes will feature us and that will get us more listeners. Yep. And that means less work that you have to do to talk to Jason about old movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone <laughs> else will off. actually talk to me about old movies. Someone else will actually appreciate old movies. And when when yep. we're talking about old movies, Grant is sick, Jason. Not he's that dream. old in the in the history of film. They're, they're actually only like you know forty or thirty Jay-Sade. years old. But yeah, Jason, Jason, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, oh, no, that's, no, that's pretty much a Move bye on. for me. Uh, bye, <laughs> bye guys. Have a wonderful week. <laughs> Facebook.com/slash What was that? No, nothing. Don't worry about it.